This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're a survivor, aren't you, Sydney? Surviving is a choice. Make yours. I'm into survival. What, what, what's up, survivors? Welcome to D180. Come for the horror, stay for a ride. With AJ, John A, and Brittany. I don't know about y'all. I was at the movies. Well, me and Johnny actually had like the same time. I went late at night, sat smack dab in the middle, didn't know I had 3D tickets. That was pretty cool. But the theater experience was cool. The audience wasn't hyped like I wanted them to be. But they also weren't like real, real stale. But they just, they didn't give me all the energy. But me and BJ, we was holding it down up in there, losing our shit. So, you know what's kind of funny? So, when we first started the movie, Brandon was like, make sure that you take your notes. And he was like, mental notes. Don't be, I don't want to see your screw, your phone taking actual notes, like how you normally doing. Because I know that y'all going to want to talk about this after. So, I'm sitting there talking in the movie. Not really, but like, for instance, when Gail was being asked about like Dewey kind of story and they played Dewey song, I was like, oh, Dewey Aww. song. And- dude like two seats down from me said the same thing it was like hey that's Dewey's music I'm like you know what I see you Sam went to go punch Gail and Gail dodged that bitch and then Tara came back and I was like oh look at you cause Gail had dodged that shit I was like look at you learning I just wanted somebody to be like damn bitch went down <laughs> but it's okay I ain't get it but still no Gail like really dodged that with finesse I was like uh oh Okay, Gail. Right, I was like, okay. And the bitch got hit all over again. I was like, you didn't learn your lesson. You didn't know how to move from two piece. Stick and move, Oscar. Stick and move. Y'all, listen. It shouldn't be surprising that I was the voice in the movie theater. We have we had less than ten people in that bitch because it was the five thirty showing earliest shit <laughs> in three D. The fact. That a handful of y'all in our friend group went to see this at 5.30 on a Thursday. Don't do that. Went to go see this at 5.30 on a Thursday is ridiculous. That's fucking wild. You're right. Eastern Standard, Central, all that. Yeah, I definitely saw it at 5.30 at Central Time. I left work at 4 o'clock. I was like, bye y'all. I'm going to go see a stream at 5.30. Literally told my boss. I was like, I'll see you later. At four o'clock, I was like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go see Scream at 5 30 and I gotta go to the house and get ready. He said, Okay, see you later. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Um, I didn't feel not one bit of sadness that I was the loudest motherfucker in there. Not one. Like I was I was laughing. I didn't either. BJ told me I had to calm down because I was giving him Maureen Evans. Nope, when Anika ass hit that fucking dumpster, I was like, why would anyone want to feel sadness? I'm confused. Oh, I, I mean, because I was laughing. Like, I was actually, I was live reacting. Um, Johnny, you never watched a movie with me, I don't think. 
I'm I a don't nigga. think they nothing was said. A couple of no, times I, I was like, damn. No, no, no. I like, don't mean. I don't no, mean you the don't movie. understand what Brittany's saying. Brit the movie does not have to be sad for Brittany to have that oh. type of reaction. I was just laughing. Like I had no bit of sadness in reaction to how they felt. Like there was no skin off of my back. Um, because I was I was literally reacting and laughing. And I'm like, if you don't like it, tough titty. It's only ten, it's less than ten of us. Get the fuck over it. Go to a later showing. I give no fucks. That's why I chose this time so I could react how I wanted to. Because when I tell you I was in there laughing. But the folks behind me started laughing and agreed with me. And the folks in front of me agreed with me too. Then when I laughed when the bitch fell from the, um, the dumpster, I was loud as shit. And then it was like, oh, it's okay to laugh. Because then they started laughing. Because I was like, it's okay to feel emotions. It's okay to feel the feelings. You act like this is a packed out theater. Bitches, 10 of us. Laugh. Ha ha, he he. Yeah, face smush was a little... <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> I just can't. Okay, Brittany, I have to be on the record. And because you actually witnessed this, can you please tell the people how bad I am? What'd you do? So, D180 Superfan Donnell tried it months ago. May okay, maybe I'm pushing it. Maybe I'm dragging it. Maybe not months you ago. You are dragging that shit out. Okay, it, wasn't, it wasn't months ago. It wasn't months ago, but maybe a month ago. Maybe a month. Okay. Do you I mean, want to you know tell what? the story? Actually, yeah. Hold up. Pa, I had to figure out what you're trying to, what chapter, and I'm in the same chapter now. All right, y'all, listen. So, Donnell had this um had this little roster, and he was getting people to decide, you know, who was going to be the first kill, who was going to live, who would be the killers, this and the third. And he told these motherfuckers, you got a certain date, and actually, you got to do it a day ahead because, you know, your mind be working. This motherfucker gonna turn in not one, not two, not three, four motherfucking sheets of answers of who would be what for whatever mood she had. Because first of all, she had one that was like, anybody could get it. No one can be trusted. And I was like, girl, this Donnell said. Everybody is a suspect, bitch. Lee in New York. Donnell said it would like not turn any in at all. Because how you gonna turn in four? He didn't say I couldn't. He did not say I couldn't. But let's pull up the card fest. Because the thing is, bitches was on. Okay? Because here's the thing. Out of the four, right? Right? Out of the four. I had thoughts. I just had thoughts. Where is it at? My last one was the most accurate. Because, okay, guys. Just ride with me. I said... Sam was gonna survive. Tara was gonna survive. I thought that Gail was going to die. I was wrong. I said Kirby lived. She lived. I said Mindy was gonna die. She should have fucking died. I said Chad was gonna die. He definitely should have fucking died. We'll talk about that later. I said Detective Bailey survived. Technically, I wasn't wrong, but I was not right. I said Laura was a victim. She is a victim. I said Jason was the opening kill. Technically, he was in the opening kill before the title card. I said Danny was going to survive. I said Quinn and Ethan were both the fucking killers. I said Anika was a victim. I was right. I said Dr. Stone was a victim. I said Thomas was going to live because I didn't want no black people to die, but I, I was wrong. But just know that fourth one I turned in, that one had the fucking juice, okay? Even though, as the movie was progressing, I'm like, damn, 
damn, my prediction is off like shit. Like, fuck, who is it? But look at me. Unpopular opinion. I wanted the girl to die. You did I, too? Well, see, I figured she was, I thought she was going to die. But I wasn't ready because when it happened in the theater, I, I wasn't ready. I started screaming. I wasn't ready for it. I was so I didn't excited. Scream. I was like, damn. I was like, whoop this okay. bitch ass. Because Gail will put up Bernard, a fight. Look, Brandon was like, this is why I am not a fan of people locking up their guns. Because she was in there just frantic. Couldn't unlock her shit for nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, she like, you know. I'm not either. That shit Can we talk about how she had the same picture? And I wonder if it's the same exact picture from Dewey's trailer. Or do they have like copies of the same picture? So the picture of her and Dewey, that's like a real life photo that he had at Tatum's little um, box. Y'all didn't notice that picture? Okay, never mind. No, I saw the picture. I saw her picture, not the picture that he had. Yeah, in five, it's in his trailer next to Tatum's um, urn. Yeah, I was just waiting for the bitch to die. I, I felt so bad. And I, I enjoyed when Ghostface was, um, you know, keying her ass on, talking about his muscles didn't help him. I was like, you sure, sure right, didn't. bitch? The muscles <laughs> didn't help nobody. That motherfucker got drug off into the darkness. Man, um, I, because the thing, okay, so once again, going back to this chart that Donnell sent us, y'all know me. I can't speak for Johnny and Brittany, but I didn't want to know shit about this movie. Anytime, the only thing I knew about this movie because I couldn't get away from it was that there was a bodega scene. That's all I knew, okay? Everything else, I ain't no shit about. I didn't want to know shit. So when Donnell gave us the sheet, I was conflicted because I'm like, I don't, I don't know shit about nobody. I'm just judging y'all off how y'all look. But on one of my sheets, I said that Samara Weaver was going to be a killer because I was just like, we've seen her be crazy before. Spoiler alert for some of her movies. I'm just not going to say the name. But she was also supposed to be in Scream 5 and she couldn't do it for scheduling conflict. So I'm like, y'all not going to waste her with an opening kill. But that's why I was so conflicted because I didn't know anything going into this movie. But I was pretty happy. I kind of kept it that way. Listen, um... I can one-up you. I didn't even know Samara Weaving was in this motherfucking film. I didn't know who the fuck was in the film. I knew Scream 6 was coming out, and I was like, I don't want to watch the trailers. Well, first of all, survivors, in case y'all haven't been around, before this movie, and this movie is an exception, and for, of course, I love you, Jill, um, I do not fuck with Scream. <laughs> So when it was coming out, I'm like, okay, I can't be, you know, fucking with horror movies and not she scream. That, that's redundant. Stupid on my part. But then I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna go and see it. It probably ain't gonna be shit. Yes, I had a bias going into it. This movie, what is it, subverted all my expectations? Is that a good it. thing? I loved it so much. Bruh, I, I so really happy. fucked with this. I feel like she only liked it because Sydney was in Cause fuck that bitch all day every day but uh, you know what and i told you i was like that's probably one of the reasons why i liked it because they weren't and there's a reason besides that i don't like i feel like movie. i know what you finna say i hope you say what i'm thinking because that was in my notes too but go for it i felt like they weren't trying to uphold the sydney must live through all things because regardless of how you feel about scream you can fight me if you want to she got plot armor out of this world. She should have died in four. I'm not, just like these motherfuckers should have died in this film. 
Both of the twins should have got it. Logically speaking, she should not have survived. The plot armor and trying to move it forward and trying to make her relevant and trying to keep up with Sydney um, kind of was a crutch. And getting rid of her, regardless of the shit where they didn't want to pay her what she's worth, regardless of that. That's fucked up. I can admit it, even if I don't like the bitch. Um, they had more to work with. They actually gave Gail her time to shine instead of giving her a background-ass character because she's been in all the fucking films. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have been put in that role that she was in. Like, if you're going to have two final girls, because they did, Gail is a final girl. I mean, they basically it. even call it out in a whole monologue. They did, because she deserved to have her flowers, and she was always put in a background role to, to um, build up the super fans' standards. If you're a super fan, I apologize that, you know, you feel that way. We still love you. But I was happy with what they did with it, because the point of this new trilogy is to move past that, I assume. Right, Yeah. So I actually fucked with what they were doing because it's no longer how the fuck is this motherfucker related to Sydney? The how? Why are they in her life? Why are they trying to be vengeful on her? This is something else completely. To your point, I like that Sydney wasn't in it because when you speak on the shrine that was in it, that whole moment was a moment for me because you see how other people are affected, not just Sydney. Like throughout this entire series, it was Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. And I mean, like even when it came to Dewey and Tatum, everybody always talks about how we really don't hear shit about Tatum. They had a scene about it in four, but they realized it didn't make sense the way they wrote it, so that got cut. We see that little box in five, but that's really it. We really don't talk about all the other characters and how they deal with this. When Kirby had to look at that knife that she got stabbed with and look at Jill's shirt, like that was fucked up. Like Steve Orr's shit is up in there. Like it's so much stuff in there. Like I can imagine like how it would have been if they had Gail be in that scene as well. Seeing all the stuff that you wrote about, all your books up in there, all that stuff is there. Like how would you feel? low-key being a bridge for this because call it what it is every time she writes a book something fucking happens so that is weird that none of gail's stuff was in there one of her books in there her books were in there but yeah i was like one of her books was in there yeah that that whole case had her books that that bitch got dirty in all them films so she should have had more and to your point ashley trauma begets more trauma and trauma affects more than one person Mm-hmm. And when you're literally trying to always focus on Sydney, and I'm using stuff to demonstrate, but y'all can't see the shit. When you're always trying to focus on Sydney, the plot is always revolving around this one person. Mm-hmm. But in this film, and I will say it's to extreme, you see how trauma affects multiple people. Mm-hmm. Like you see how they all acted because every single last one of them had a different trauma response. Yeah. All of them. And it wasn't like, oh, we're just trying to guess. No. You can see that Mindy, it's always like with her back against the wall looking because that's what the fuck she does. You can see Chad, it's always trying to protect his friends. Because even when um poor little Tara was trying to go get her fuck on with an asshole, Tara. he's like, no, bring that ass back here. She won't go with you. Like, you have to watch out for your friends. Mm-hmm. You see um Sam, thank God she learned how to act. Thank she fucking did, God. Okay. Let's put a, put a pin on that because we got to come back to that because we're going to come back to that. I'm not going to change your subject, but Tara, she's just ignoring it. She's like, bitch, I'm trying to live. Okay. She was like, free spirit. Woo! And I, I'm like, baby, that's, that is literally one of the worst ways to deal with the trauma okay. is to pretend like that shit didn't happen. 
take it from Terry. You better tell somebody. That was the little rat for um Dare in case you didn't know it. But you gotta speak up about it. Cause if not, that should eat away at you and you will become destructive as hell. Like destructive. And poor Sam talking about I liked it. it. I used two D's on purpose to emphasize the point. I'm telling I liked it. No, baby, you're not supposed to admit that shit. Did anybody not tell you about therapy and the fact they can tell on you if you're trying to do harm to somebody else? Regardless of what you're saying, if you say you liked it, it means you'll do it again. And did. Definitely did. Talking about I stabbed his ass 22 times. Bitch, no! You killed me. Did James' agent needs get that same count? (laughs) I need to look. (laughs) Stood, I stabbed his ass 22 times. And then bro. popped his ass three times in the head. Like, damn. Oh, like, oh, baby, you're not supposed to admit that to nobody. That's what you keep deep down inside. But I'm not going to hold you. She got a nice arm. She has a really nice fucking stabbing arm. You have to give her that. And like I said, she did so much better in this movie than five. I like, actually believed her. She's growing on me as a final girl. I'm like, okay, Miss Carpenter. You're getting it. I'd rather see her and Tara just turn into killers and go on killing sprees. I mean, they they are on the path, and I hope they, they keep it further down because Tara was like little bitch made ass in the film, and I and but she wasn't at the end. You know, she was all, you know, scared to know what the fuck to do, and she's like, pull yourself together, bitch. And then they're like back to back with the brick, and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Let me go. Stab that nigga in the throat. Twist First that bitch so he feel it. I was like, "Woo!" The fact that she got stabbed in the gut on the way down. She ate that shit though. I was so proud of her because I would, I, I would have had to blink a second, but she gave it no second thought. She Shut was the like, fuck up. She was like, "Stabby, stab, stab." I'm like, "I'm so proud of you. You got a gaping flesh wound in your tummy, but you still fucking rocking with it." Because I, I don't. Everybody got stabbed in the stomach in this film, and I don't think they were supposed to live. Um, you know, just speaking from an anatomy point of view, they they all should have probably died. But we gonna let it go, cause we gonna let it go. Chad should have died. Okay, so here's my thing with Chad, and one of our friends called it. Chad is the Dewey. He's the new Dewey. So with that being said, Chad basically got nine lives. It was it's an honor. I'm sorry. The way that they was throwing them bows into Chad's belly. There is no fucking way, man, no. No, 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 no. So the only way I can see this working is, um, first of all, let's just, I'm gonna get this out the way. Do not ever hit me with, I, it does kind of grate my nerves when people be like, well, they weren't good unhinged killers. Quinn and Ethan weren't supposed to be good unhinged killers because they weren't unhinged. That, that's the point, sweetie. They are um, literally trying to avenge their brother because their daddy made them. How y'all feel about that motive? Um, eh. But I like that anybody can get it in public. Like, you killing innocent people in the bodega. Like, I like that. Blood daylight, you know, just, just kill everybody. Fun times. I mean, for yeah, me, they gave us a little bit of that in five, a little bit. Yeah, for me, I, I dig it because you don't have to have a, a good motive for me to start killing people. Honestly, somebody could have, you know, if we talk like an unhinged situation, somebody could have cut you off in traffic and you by all means have a right to kill a whole bunch of people. 
So you telling me the guy that smacked the back of my car two days ago, I have a right to go after him even though I didn't get his license. Hell yeah. You definitely have the right to do that. Just don't get caught and make sure the racist off the podcast and if you do it, you ain't got no proof. But no, you don't have to have a valid ass reason to kill. Like, and secondly, this was family. Regardless of whether, I mean, it's always the truth and who's right is always whose perspective you're on. We side with Tara and Sam, but if we had to saw them as a family unit, we would have sided with them. That's a good ass reason. If you off my brother. But yeah, I'm not mad at the motive because that's my exact point. I'm like a lot of times when things like this happen and I'm gonna come back to this with something else. We don't be really thinking about the families that are also affected. Now, yes, Richie was fucked up. Am I saying he's a victim? No. However, how did how was like Nikki's family when all that shit happened? What about Charlie's family? We ain't gotta worry about Stu's family. Like we see that it was a nephew that popped up, but like how did they deal with all these shit? Did they want to go after Sydney? Like you know what I'm saying? Like we never explored that. So I really wasn't mad at it. Also, I know people were mad talking about like, well, Quinn died and then you brought her back. That's happened so many times in the franchise. What are you talking about? Billy? Roman? I'm pretty sure that's happened to probably someone else too, but Billy and Roman are the only two I can think of right now. But I don't understand what y'all mad for. It's happened before. We didn't actually see Quinn die. Let's go ahead and get that yeah, out. She didn't die. So I don't like when people be like, oh, such and such died. If you don't get a mother... We watch horror movies, y'all. You know you believe in either a controlled pair or a double tap. You shoot that motherfucker in the head twice, and then you know they're dead. But until then, it's they just that her, her, they just knew that her body flew at them, and then at that point, they just started trying to escape the killer. They never went back to double check nothing. They left that up to the police. Right. So you didn't see her. Right. Never... You didn't see her in the morgue. Um, you didn't see the finishing kill because all you saw was the staged ass picture because Ghostface saw him. Um, so you knew that he was gonna make it look like he was fucking up this bitch and these fucking terrible ass fucking screams that I was like what the fuck is this is she fucking because if you die she literally sounded like eh, eh. like bitch you need to work on your acting skills I do like that she was acting with an act but still I like how they set her up too though because I have to say even though I didn't care I get how some people were upset about um, Amber being the killer in five because of her frame Quinn and Ethan with them being twins, like same height, similar build, because I don't know, because Quinn said that she was the one in Gail's apartment. Bitch was moving nimbly as fuck, okay? I don't know if nimbly is a word. I think it is. How the fuck was she doing all that? People be sitting there um, trying to say that somebody can't do it. Like, I wasn't mad about Amber being the killer because, first of all, you stop stereotyping people. Because I know. I mean, I wasn't mad about it either. Oh, no, I'm not talking about but... you. I'm like, because there are people who have smaller frames that are strong as shit. AJ, you're one of them. So, it's a good ass example to be like, you can't, you can't say this motherfucker ain't strong. Them motherfuckers be strong. You can't say because they look like they're this big. They can't fuck you up. Because when they're determined, they can. And quit been fucking every fucking day. Do you think that fucking that much? Like, literally don't give you stamina? Like, to go for hours? You know how much stamina you have to have? Because that bitch does not seem like she just gonna lay there. 
she putting in active work all the time. No. When I was like, oh, this makes sense. Of course you can run like that. You can ride the dick for like a while. You're good. You got niggas confused in your room talking about who the fuck is Paul. Yeah, who the fuck is Paul? <laughs> <laughs> this sex positive bitch been on it. Bro, the timing was so good. Who the fuck is Paul? Nobody, sweetie. Bruh, and then it got because, okay, like I said, like I didn't know who any of the characters were in relation to anybody. So when I was watching the movie and I found out that Quinn was a roommate, I said the same thing that they said when they were all at the pavilion or the quad, whatever their little college outside area is called. I was like, but if that's their roommate, they had to have got her screen, like her daddy, the police, like blah, 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 like. Damn, I'm probably wrong. It probably ain't her. But Ethan, it's fucking you. I know it's you, okay? But... Yeah, Brandon said immediately it was him. He was terrible at feigning that it wasn't him. And I love the fact that they gave us that. Because he was like, me? Oh, definitely you. And I was like, it's you too, bitch. I had them bitches pegged. I was like, it's y'all. It gotta be y'all. Because how the fuck you just appear? And I don't trust the police. So it was clearly the daddy. And it could have been what's gonna call it. I See, didn't, I didn't tag him. I don't and know. I told BJ, and when I said it, he was like, damn, you got a point. I was like, it was right there in our face. Like, the thing is, this franchise at this point with Radio Silence, they keep fucking telling us everything. And I'm gonna come back to this. But I was like, when we went to the shrine, how are you going to have all of that stuff unless you're the fucking police? How would you have Steve Orris Letterman jacket? Every single ghost face robe with the matching knife and the mask. All these, how would you have all of that shit? This is not the security lockup from, or maybe it is. This is not the security lockup from um, Bride of Chucky. Now, when he first came out from seeing his daughter's body, I did have a, a eyebrow raise because when he came out the building he immediately turned on but then not only that he also said i lost my son too now but all my family's gone and i was sitting there thinking like who's his son for him to sit there and say that well quinn okay yes but quinn had also mentioned that she lost a brother earlier in the movie and that's when the Saber said that she thought about was Richie, her brother, but she was like, it just went behind her. But Quinn does mention that she had a brother earlier in the more uh, earlier in the movie that she lost, but I can't remember like who she was. I want to say she was talking like Tara or some shit, or I don't know, Sam, one of them. That shit confirmed it for me. Like I had no more doubt that it was. I was like, you gotta be. I didn't know how the fuck it was. I was like, gotta be y'all. Cause one, if somebody tells you to watch your kid because they could end up dead, any parent that gives a fuck um, is going to get their kid out of there. Mm-hmm. She's still at the apartment. And especially because she described him as overprotective prior to this, you knew he would have yanked her ass out. You knew he, she would have had a damn police um, escort. She would have had somebody on her. Because if your dad worked for the police, that's one of the benefits. He's going to pull strings. He's going to make sure that you're protected. But she's at the house with these motherfuckers having sleepover. No, sugar. And when he walk out and he not upset, he like shake that shit off like that. Ain't no grief like that. That's why I said he turned, like when he walked out the building, he immediately turned it on. 
that was like a huh right then and there because i have seen some strong ass motherfuckers lose kids and when i say they be hollering they ain't got no motherfucking reason about them like everything on them leaves I know that shit. That shit wasn't real. I was like, "You ain't that fucking hard in the bi, but losing all of your children when she already said she your last little strand. Mm-mm. This too, this too convenient. Then his little whole spiel about I'm gonna kill these motherfuckers, fucking in my family. He talking to y'all, sweetie. I'm glad you picked that shit up, Sam. I'm glad you picked it up and put that shit back down because he was threatening you and your sister. Power to her. Taking it back to the top, I mentioned earlier that at this point, Radio Silence is doing this thing where they're blatantly telling us what's happening in the movies. I don't know if anyone else caught this, but they told us that there were three killers in the very beginning of the movie. And I was just like, so when it got to the big reveal, I can't recall what happened, but something weird happened and I was like, Is it three killers? No. But then Kirby got popped. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, it's three killers. But here's the thing. In the beginning, that created, like, no, I'm just playing. In the beginning, when we see Jason after he kills Laura and he goes back to his apartment, he thinks he's on the phone with Greg. So him and Greg were already the two Ghostface killers. But then the real Ghostface gets on the phone. This is where they tell us that there are three people. But then I start to wondering. At some point in the phone call, when he realized that it wasn't Greg, the Ghostface is like, why are we doing this? And he's like, we're supposed to be finishing Richie's movie. What if they know? Like, what if they were hired by them, like, all in this little subreddit thing and they planned all this shit, but then Greg and Jason just ended up being, like, unofficial sacrifices? Like, they ain't know. Well, yeah, I kind of figured that that's what that was when uh, the daddy was like, yeah, they they started to do too much, so we had to kill them hoes. Yeah, no, I think they were just overzealous fanboys. Um, I, I just imagine them to be incels, honestly. And they overstepped the, the game because he was like, because they ain't got shit. They ain't got all the real masks because these motherfuckers got everybody's shit. No, they was just there and they got too big for their britches. That's a country ass lady. You're welcome. Um, and so he was well, like, we know what big for they huh? We know what big for their britches mean. You would be surprised. Some folks don't when they have it. And Johnny, of course you would. Like really, my nana would say that. Okay, of course you would. I heard that before I came down to the south. So I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm just letting you know that I believe you. You. You definitely would know. But yeah, they were just overstepping. Like if they would have just been like big fanboys, but for some reason they got this shit in their head. They're like, we're gonna finish Richie's movie, and then they killed a bitch. And I was like, okay, well you gotta go. Like you could have just been. Yeah, and that's why I was thinking like because they killed Laura, they was like. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. Like, you're doing too much. Like Johnny said, you're doing too much, and now it's time to go. So I was wondering, because when that one poster came out, and it was like 13 ghost faces everywhere, I wanted a mob. See, here's where I get into my negatives of the movie, I guess. I wanted more New York. 
Like, they didn't give me New York. Like, I, like, yeah, we got the bodega, but I wanted more than that. Like, why wasn't we up in Central Park? Why wasn't we up in Times Square? Yeah, we was on the subway, but I mean, a lot of us got that now. Like, you ain't special. I wanted to see a New York rap. What the fuck is wrong with you? Unpopular opinion. I was glad Samara died first. I could not have gone that whole movie scene out mouth girl i'm with you with that one because i was so like damn you fucking annoying you ferret looking bitch i love you in all these movies i don't say it plenty of times she looks like a ferret have i or have i not you have but i just don't be prepared for you to say that right like i y'all know i talk shit about her mouth all the time but i have never called her a ferret because she looks exactly like a ferret like if you do a side by side this is where her jeans came from and that's okay but I was so glad she was gone because that fucking accent was terrible. I was like, bitch, if you don't leave. It was. I was trying to figure out what type of accent she was trying to do. And I got annoyed because I'm like, girl, you don't sound like that. No, I was confused. I was, I was so happy she made the dumbass choice. Talking about I studied slashers. You going down a whole alley, bitch. Looking for Duh. some dick. What is Duh. wrong? I don't, I'm not doing nothing stupid for dick. I just feel like her kill reminded me of Helen Shivers getting it in the alley and Hope being right there. But it's Halloween. It's a busy night. I mean, it was 4th of July for her. But no one can hear you. Ain't the man disgusting? Just, just for reference. Yes. I mean, I ain't never been. I'm just, I'm just assuming. That's gotta be. You're the one I want to see a NYC rape. I just, I mean, you always tell me it's not an authentic experience unless you see a rat. That's all that was missing for me. Um, I never said that to you. I said I can show you somewhere. You said a New York rat. You don't choose to see a New York rat. A New York rat chooses to see you. You're right. It was your words. You're absolutely right. That's a fact. I'm walking down the street, minding my business. You hear, look, the rats is right there. Just having a grand old time walking down the street with you it's weird so i think i needed to see a rat to know that i was really in new york but apparently they cleared all the bitches out i don't know how but they did i also like okay with this opening scene i lost my shit when Ghostface leaned forward, reached under, and pulled that mask off, I said, wait a fucking minute. Are we going to know who Ghostface is throughout this whole movie? Because I really would have been here for that shit. Imagine us getting a Scream movie where we already know the killer, but no one else knows the killer. And we get to see this nigga get in and out his Ghostface outfit, switch modes from one personality to the next, all that shit. I'd be here for that. That's not what we get, but just saying, like them doing that in the opening and that's never been done before. I didn't know how to feel. Yeah, I was just wrong with it. See how far I was gonna go. It didn't last that long, but no. I I liked it. I did too. I was with it. I wish they would have kept it. And then on one of my charts, I said that it was fucking Jason. But I just didn't know how to feel. Like for the next 10 seconds that followed that scene 
I was purely freaking out because then you find out that he's on the same campus with Tara. Like, he's in close proximity with these niggas. Like, he really can infiltrate the system and fuck these hoes up. I was ready. And we ain't get that. I was so happy that Incel died. So happy. His reason. I mean, yes. His reason for killing her was terrible. I know you have to have, a, you don't have to have a good reason, but because she gave you a fucking C. On his Giallo papers? On a paper? I need you to be they, what it was what it was is she like John A and she don't like the blood that's what it was like I, I definitely laughed though when he was like she can't be a steal by Giaro I was like yo that's funny that's funny that I don't know maybe because I'm in academia of sorts that shit that shit kind of got me I was like bitch please don't let your entitlement do that because then I thought it was just straight up misogyny like he felt like a woman couldn't do that to him and then I'm like you, you're out with me I don't like those type of shits if you're gonna be misogynistic do it in your own time <laughs> but yeah no I think this is it's very different but I fuck with this opening kill um I don't know how it compares in the grand scheme of scream openings but I know this one isn't in the bottom I will say that this is not at the bottom for me I do agree. I wish that Jason's kill would have been maybe somewhere else, not in the house. But I don't know how we would have known that Greg was also dead and his body was chopped up in the refrigerator. I don't know. But I was so happy to see that nigga in the refrigerator chopped up like that. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I wasn't mad at it. I think I just wanted something a little more for someone named Jason in the Scream franchise. That's all I'm saying. Jason takes Manhattan, Ghost is taking New York. I just wanted some type of 50 Cent Kanye Clash of the Titans type deal. Y'all remember that? Okay, y'all both looking at me real stupid, so I guess y'all don't remember when 50 Cent and Kanye both was dropping albums at the same time. Everybody was losing their shit, and they had this thing on 106 in Park, Clash of the Titans. You guys don't have older siblings, and it shows. It shows tremendously, because what the fuck? It's people at home yelling like, I know what you're talking about. Like, they literally had them walk out like a fucking boxing mat. 50 Cent was up here, and Kanye was down here. The albums dropped on the same day. It was, um, was it graduation? Yeah. It was that, and what was 50 Cent's album? I can't, it was whatever I Got Money is on. Whatever album that is, okay, I'm done. Cause y'all just looking at me. Uh, it's because for the longest time I wasn't allowed to watch BET. So, um, 106 and Park was never a thing for me, for real, for real. Maybe until, not until really I got into like middle school, the end of This was school. like in ninth grade, what are you talking about? This was not that long ago. We are not that young. Or old, I don't know which one. But this literally was like freshman year. I wasn't into Kanye and 50. Cause this was definitely, I was slanging them candy bars out the duffel bag, like. And I was not watching 106 Park when I got home from school, so. This is crazy. I was watching Degrassi. So you never seen. Me too, I ain't even lie. You never seen. I love Degrassi. Genuine. Do the performance when he was on the stretcher and they brought this man on the stage on the fucking stretcher and he jumped off and started performing. 
on 106 Park. You didn't see fucking Michelle fall? No. No. I've seen replays of that happen, but not live and act. I didn't see replays. No. I didn't know that happened until right now. I know one thing y'all can have opinions on. How y'all feel about this ghost face? Outside of it being Quinn and Ethan, and I guess um, Detective Bailey. How do you feel about this um, edition of Ghostface that we have? Y'all know that song that goes run and then the beat drops to be like run. <laughs> that's what the fuck I heard. Every time you seen that motherfucker, that's, that's, you need to fight and you need to run because they are. Ghostface was on your head. When I say normally- I'm on your ass, nigga, okay? This motherfucker was bloodthirsty. I knew this shit had to be Quinn a good couple times. Because um, women, women killers, mwah, because they be on it. They they don't they be determined. Like they got something to prove, and I love seeing that shit. Cause it's like, yeah, you you do have something to prove. They don't think you can do this shit, and they're like, don't worry, I'ma stab your ass up in the fucking um subway with everybody watching, and I'ma cover your mouth like. Shh. I knew that shit was clean. It wasn't no fucking question. So brother couldn't have got changed that fast while he's sitting there looking. <laughs> I was like, bitch, <laughs> you're beautiful because she was just sitting there with that head turned like, I got you, bitch. When she was fucking, when she was fucking Gail up. That's, mm-hmm. that's a bitch. That's a bitch right there. Especially because her tactic of how she killed old buddy was stealth. Like she yanked his ass up. She used momentum to grab him and then killed him that way. That that's motherfucking stealth. Like, did Detective Bailey have these bitches up in um training with him? Hell yeah. What the fuck? Yes. Cause you knew that was um that was either him or the brother that was going through the house because the way they were bumping the fucking door. And she was also dead. Air quotes. I was like, because Ghostface knew that they were getting the fuck out, and he was like, oh fuck no, I'm gonna get one more body. I'm gonna get one more out of y'all before I get the fuck out of here. Fuck this nigga in the shower. Once y'all mm-hmm. got to go. And I was so That whole happy. ladder scene, that was a lot. That was a lot for me. Because one, Sam going across first obviously made sense. But when Mindy and Annika was going, I was like, y'all not going to get across because y'all hands are bloody as fuck. Like, y'all going to slip and slide across this bitch. Like, I felt so bad for Annika. Brittany, I know you was cracking up, but I felt so I bad for her. I was laughing. I, like, I told her to give up. I know that's not a nice thing to do, but I really don't give a shit. Like, she... This bitch had been cut from her belly button up to her fucking sternum. Baby, yeah. you close to being disemboweled. Yeah. You're not finna make it. I know that this logic is terrible, but they only stabbed um Mindy ass in the stomach. She didn't gank up with it. You wouldn't see she got so first she got slashed in the arm. And you know that's my red flag. Brittany, you know that's my red flag. Because even Danny also, we ain't talking about Danny ass. Danny ass also got stabbed in the arm. And I was like slashed in the arm. And I was like, every ghost face killer always gets slashed in the arm. Billy, when he did this, got slashed in the arm. Jail ass slashed in the arm. Roman slashed in the arm. I can't say nothing about uh, Miss uh, Loomis and Nikki because they never got attacked by Ghostface. I don't think Nikki got attacked by Ghostface ever. But 
I noticed I be no Richie slashed in the arm. So when I saw that, I was like, Danny, they not gonna do that again. But that's why I was thinking like, what if all the new characters were secretly ghost faces? And they was just waiting for this shit to pop up. But that's not what happened either. That shit was beautiful. But I appreciate the fact that this is the one of the times where they fought back hard. It wasn't no question of whether they was fighting back or whether they was making dumb ass decisions. They was fighting. They were like, okay, if we're going to have to be in this shit, we know we can't escape. Because after the bodega, they knew that there was no running from Ghostface. Because, I mean, you come in a bodega for me, you need to be ready. I was so proud of the way Ghostface picked up the gun, and I was like, oh, this is a game changer. I was so happy. I was so proud. I was like, all the rules are off, bitch. Everybody started laughing then. Because this motherfucker literally blew that motherfucker brains. I said, ooh, shoot them all. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I know, like, our main thing is stab, but I'm just like, shit. Like, you should have just gave it to him, not permanently, but like, no, that was Detective Bailey. I thought one of them had a gun when it came to one of the sisters. I thought one of the ghost faces had a gun, but they didn't. Not outside the bodega, though. And the daddy was shooting. See, I thought, okay, so when Tara was dangling and she dropped down and started fighting Ethan and was getting ready to stab him and she was just reveling and stabbing him and twisting and shit, I was like, Tara, move. Detective Bailey is somewhere down there with a gun. Like, move. I'm pretty sure he see you doing this shit and he's coming. Move. I had no idea that this man ran his ass upstairs <laughs> to go help Quinn, who just got fucked up. Cause that's his favorite child. Well, favorite living child, because you can clearly tell the hierarchy. Like, you know, his first son was that motherfucker. That that was his golden child. Below him was Quinn. Quinn knew that shit. And at the very bottom, cause you can tell the reactions they gave when he was like, the, the bond between a father and his first son, when you have to emphasize first son, Mm-hmm. You ain't shit, homie. He, he knew it. The look on his face wasn't even that kind of hurt. First of all, even in the plan, he had to be like the, okay, you're not going to actually be related to us. You're just going to be some random friend that they just make. So you got to act like this ain't your sister. Like that's that's clear that at the he's at the bottom. So when Quinn got fucked up, I think even when he started shooting, it was when Quinn got hit with that brick. Like that's when the fuck he was really on it because his son was mm-hmm. just kind of like father everybody i was like oh you really really don't like your other son and it's clear it shows he came out last or he was a middle because <laughs> the middle child get it out well no i thought they were kind of he don't he don't get no fuck that's his first girl first and only girl she up there question did the friend group know that they were twins no no they thought that Queen, like, they didn't even know they were related. They had been passing themselves off as just like, oh, that's Queen. I just met her here. That's what I thought. I was just like, wait, wait a minute. Okay. No, um, nope. They had no clue, especially because her hair was red. Right as red. I'm not going to hold you when Richie called. When Richie's number popped up on Sam's phone, I was like, oh, shit. I don't like that. First of all, I was confused. I was like, so tell me you didn't get over your ex by telling me you didn't get over your ex. 
if this motherfucker picture and phone number still in your phone safe, you got problems, baby. You need to go to therapy I mean, more. I knew John Day was about, I knew, I knew John Day was about to time in and be like, I mean, I still got my ex's number in my phone. I knew she I have. I have quite a few exes numbers in my phone. I also have people who died numbers still in my phone. So it's like sometimes I, okay, every five years I have gone through and have cleaned my contacts. It's not something that I do very often. So I have numbers in there that have been in there for like years. So I can understand how she still got the nigga number in her phone because I am not the one to be deleting people's numbers either. Unless they're trying to kill you. I mean, I might block, but I don't think I would delete it. He did. You're the same person that's going to go investigate the noise. I cannot put anything past you. Okay. At this point. I know I got a couple people's phone numbers saved in my phone who are deceased. And I know that. Like, I look at it. And I'm like, okay, I I understand. But they didn't try to kill me. Like, if anybody crossed me, you was not in my contact. Okay, this man tried to make a movie out of my life. Like, the fuck? Literally. And I can honestly tell you that if you are still in my contacts and I don't fuck with you, you have one of the most disrespectful names in my phone I have ever seen. Are we still not liking the CGI Billy? It looked better. Yeah, they did do a better job. It looked a lot better this time around. I feel like it's because it wasn't in like a mirror and it was more so like a faded reflection. So it made it look better. I mean, I just feel like, in, like you're saying, but in the first one, like, it didn't look like a hallucination or a hologram. It was like, they, like that nigga was right there. In this one, it does look more like if I just, like, turned my head and I fucking seen Annie Graham in a damn corner. Please don't let that happen to me. I don't even know why the fuck I said that, but. How often do you think they be talking? You think it's like a daily occurrence? He just popped yeah. out and he like knife somebody. Knife somebody now. She probably be uh making her a bowl of cereal. And you know when you make your bowl of cereal, you gotta take the spoon and like stab the cereal a little bit just to get it wet. Yeah, probably be like, do it again. You know what? What if he's back there while she's getting her cheat her cheeks clapped and he says, pull a gone girl? Great. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? What? This is going longer than we expected. So, final thoughts about Scream 6. We won't be able to do this again until we cover for the podcast, and who knows when that will be. I love it. 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 Yeah, I'm in love with this shit. I don't care what the fuck y'all saying, what y'all complaining about out there. This shit was hot. Now, I will say. Yes, people are complaining. People are complaining. I'm glad that I don't follow none of them people. What's they complaining about? What aren't you? What aren't they complaining about? Some people are complaining about um, the fact Sydney wasn't in it. But then it always makes me happy that this is this is grossing. I mean, like. I get that people complain about that, but at this point, we've been new there. We've known that for months, so let's build a bridge, get over it. I mean, they got- I mean, you also know that we were getting into a new era with the franchise anyway, so it was like, they gonna bring her back. I hope Especially because they ain't gotta read to bring her back. The money looked like it don't matter whether she come back or not, and you know how studios work. It may be fucked up. 
But they can make so money without I, you. I like the fact... Well, okay. So I like how they handled it. It was a little forced, though. Like, you know, Sydney, she took the kids, blah, blah, blah. She deserved her happy ending. I agree. Like, it was kind of forced. I'm glad that they did... I'm glad that they did acknowledge her and didn't just, like, tatum her. But, you know... That's all we have on 2023's Scream 6. I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode, and I hope you continue to enjoy the rest of our theme for March 3's company. See y'all next time the park open. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.